Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Okay, praise God. Well, welcome back to uh, Wisdom and Stuff uh, podcast, and I'm here with a good friend of mine, Nick Sizemore, campus pastor, Promise Church, Loveland, Washington. No, not Loveland. That's closer to my home. That's closer to your house. Yeah, yeah. Longview, Washington. Uh, so, yeah, they're doing a great work here in Washington. And um, so, obviously, if you're ever in the area, just come down and check them out on Sundays. Uh, Promise Church, Longview, Washington. And uh, it's a good friend of mine, Nick Sizemore. We've been in relation for a long time yeah. and uh, praise God for it. So we're just going to get into some things. We don't know which way we're going to go today, but uh, we're going to get into it. Welcome, Nick. Yeah. Glad to be here. I mean, we've been talking about this right here yeah. for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. yeah we've, we've had a lot of, a lot of cool conversations over the years that were like, Oh man, we should have totally recorded that one. Yes. Uh, so um, yeah, just, just learning to, you know, we're, we're doing it on purpose, and uh, yeah. and you know, as we go, we'll probably do it through Zoom over whatever, you know, yeah. over the miles. But for now, we have a time to be together. Praise God, and yep. actually get something down on on tape. Um, so let's we'll get into it. I know uh, one of the things that uh, we have talked a lot about over the years is just uh, just the idea of sin consciousness in the church and uh, and righteousness and just what it really means to be free from sin and um and i think that's to me that's the cancerous thing in the church yeah. is is the sin consciousness and uh and but when we say things like that once again people don't even know what you mean by that you know we don't know that's a really churchy word yes uh and uh it's a great spiritual phrase that people yeah. are like yes amen i yes. hate sin consciousness yes <laughs> but, yes but they don't know what it means so um so anyway what when i say that what i just what do you think about that what comes to your mind what's the i don't know what what's the uh the fruit of that in people's lives yeah i would say i think uh you know obviously we love to talk about freedom and you know jesus came to set the captives free and who the sun sets free is free indeed. And I mean, you can get any church yelling at that statement, but I think even in our freedom, what we're not recognizing is uh, the sin consciousness because it's consciousness and, yeah. and uh, but it's almost unconsciousness you could say is that in our freedom, we're still setting boundaries up and, and we don't even recognize it. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's still learning God is limitless. And so for us to start walking in true freedom and in true limitless, which God intends for us, it's almost like we're afraid of that still. Yes. We're, we're afraid to fly. We're afraid to mm -hmm. run at that speed because something bad could happen. So mm -hmm. yes, I agree with the statement of, yeah, let's run as fast as we can, but, and it's as soon as we throw in the butt, right. trying to protect right. everybody that we, we start setting limits that we don't even recognize. And of course they come out of, they're coming from our mind. And, and, right. And so, yeah, because we're, I mean, even with that, that's a great, I, I love that because what we're saying then is, is, in the kingdom of God, what, what, that statement says, "Oh yes, let, let's 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 run as fast as we can." But dot dot dot, we we better make sure we do this. We better make sure we put the safeguard in. We better make sure that we constrain people this way or that way, you know. And uh, and what we're really saying is, somewhere in the kingdom of God, there is danger. That's yeah. what we're saying. Yeah. There's potential danger in the kingdom of God, because if we run too fast. 
we might hit the danger part. Yeah. You know, and what we're saying is that is that king the kingdom of God is not only light, but it's also got danger involved with it. Yes, that's the implication with that. because uh, we're used to a world that has both good and bad. Yeah. We're not used to a kingdom that has no bad. And so when we can say, and it's, and you know, people are like, well, yeah, but you better, you know, we still have our flesh and we still have all these things. It's like, yeah, but you know, can we just live like we're renewed? Can we live like we're redeemed? Can we live like he saves to the uttermost, those who come to him? And, uh, uh, I think what, what movie was it? You, you, you've said it many times. I was trying to think what the name of the movie is where the guy said what people fear the most is freedom. And, uh, I don't remember which movie it was that you, you've commented. It's, it's about from that. a, um, it's it, it, it the line is uh it's from a poem and it was in a okay. movie and i think it's coach carter okay and it's the you yeah. know one of the basketball kids that comes back and recognizes it and he says the basically the thing that we're most afraid of is our own light yeah the okay. fact that we that there's something actually inherently good in us wow and so um because i think the in, the intentionality of people is we strive for goodness we strive to be good and we still look at something good outside of ourselves yes so right. then for us to inherently say you know that there's actually light on the inside of us or good i think it almost freaks freaks us out because we're the ones that live with ourselves yeah right we're the ones that have the bad thoughts <laughs> across our mind we're the yeah. ones that you know, yeah. uh, you know, we're quoting scriptures when we're in a fight and an argument yeah. with our wife. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, we're weaponizing the word. <laughs> yes, you right. know, and yeah. uh, you know, or using the word to restrain ourselves, which is yeah. why it's there, right? You know, granted, right. Um, but at the same time, um, it's stepping in a place because you know Jesus isn't having to restrain himself. Yes, love doesn't have to restrain itself. Yeah, you know, and that's why there's no laws. Yeah, you know, except oh, the huge. law of love. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's so. It, I think it, there's there's a twofold because I think it's you have the congregation mindset, but I think you also have the leadership mindset of keeping sin consciousness because we're still. And this could just be the American church. I haven't been outside, you know, mm -hmm. America to look at other churches so much. But in America, in the West, we still very much love knowledge. We love understanding, yeah. and we want to know. And so we have this way about ourselves where we still. We need to make sure everyone understands fully where we're going and what we're doing. But when you think of a shepherd leading sheep, right, right, right. You no, know, we're That's going so this good. way, and they have they have no grid. How are you mm -hmm. going to tell a sheep? No, if you don't come with me, you're going to die from dehydration. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> I'm taking you to yeah. water. Yeah, let me explain hydration, dehydration, the need for for yeah. fluids in your body. The yeah. sheep has no context for that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like no, they just the, the thing comes back to trust the shepherd and yeah. be with the shepherd because this is where protection comes. That's and, good and leads us into life and water and and the, these things. And so, um, not saying that having the, the whole congregation and, and bringing understanding is wrong. Obviously right. the, the Lord wants understanding Proverbs four wisdom cries yeah. out. Like, um, so he wants us to have understanding. That's right. not the issue. It's just does what comes first, trust or understanding. Exactly. Right. Yeah. This is by faith. We understand right in, in Hebrews 11, it's like by faith, we understand. So it's, so faith has to begin. If, if, if faith isn't the beginning, then our understanding is corrupted uh, because we haven't begun with the right, the, the right foundation for understanding, which is faith. I was thinking about it uh, not that long ago. When, you know, I, I, I find it so humorous, I guess, how God set things up 
uh, for us to live as humans. Because I look at babies, and um, and here, you know, obviously you have four kids, and you that's a totally different world, you know. And and so here you you've had four babies, right? And so a baby will go to sleep in its like car seat or whatever, and then you know it, it then you go somewhere in your car, and yeah. it wakes up in a different universe. Yes, it's a totally different universe. You know, it's like it was it was home. Now it's at church, or now it's at 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 the restaurant or now it's somewhere else but it wakes up in a different universe and then it goes to sleep again wakes up in a different universe and the funny thing is it has no context for that universe and the the it's funny because the baby the first thing it's going to look for is mom and dad yeah and as long as mom and dad is there he's cool he doesn't need to know the universe he literally is like mom dad's here we're cool and he yeah. doesn't like have a fit because there's no context because he's he's insecure because he doesn't know his surroundings he doesn't know what his place is in that he's just cool because mom and dad is there and uh, and I just think it's so fascinating how God designed us to actually be okay with a brand new universe as long as we're with our father yeah and he designed us to basically wake up every day in flux and uh, and yet the 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 soul you know. Uh, the soul craves that stability. You know, the soul craves the stability of control is what it is. And it wants to control the environment, wants to find a controllable set of surroundings. It wants something to be repetitive all the time. And it wants to get the formula, wants to get the pattern. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. tell me what to do. Yeah. Tell me what to do every time. And then I'll get the result every time. Yet God didn't design us that way. He designed us to be okay waking up in a universe that we have no context with. Yeah. To literally wake up, be like, I've never been here. I don't know what my place is. I don't know what I'm even supposed to do. I'm yeah. just here in my car seat. Yeah. And I'm waking up. <laughs> and uh, and I'll probably go to sleep and wake up in a different universe. I don't even know yeah. what that looks like. But the security doesn't come from the universe that you wake up in. The security comes from you're with your father. Yeah. And, uh, and which tells me the only reason I have insecurity is because I'm not with my father, and uh, and I, I, you know, even a child in its known surroundings, even a child at home, you know, if they're if they're young enough, if they look around, they can't find their parents. Yes. they're going to freak out. Yes, even though it's a known familiar surrounding. Yes, they realize that their context and their surroundings are defined by their parents being there with them. Yes, and and I, I look at that saying, man, this is. This is so apparent to me that this is how God designed us. He designed us to be secure with him and to go forth boldly with him into anything and to crave new universes, yeah. to, gra- to crave the change. Instead, we want to, because we're not, we're not with our dad. We're just not with him. You know, we talk about him. We teach about him. We, we worship him, you know, but we're just not with him. So we're, we're, we, we've replaced that with let's teach about him enough to, to find a predictable formula. And, and that's all, that's all people saying they're free, but putting bondage in their life to overcome the insecurity. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's just, it's bizarre to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, my, uh, my first girl Harper, she's probably the most, you know, shy you could say. Um, Mm -hmm. and so anytime we go anywhere, she stays really close with us where where the other ones are more free and they run around. doesn't matter where we are. Um, you know, Aiden, uh, as my second boy, as long as he can see us, he he seems to be okay. Okay. Um, but Harper's right there holding Mm -hmm. onto the leg. Mm -hmm. Um, and it takes her a little bit, you know, um, but, but I think it's that same concept that you, that you see, um, just with the kids and the inherent nature where, you know, in that moment, Harper, she's not thinking about food. She's not thinking about water. She's not thinking about 
she's just holding on to mom and dad. Yeah, that's right. That's it. This yeah. is the safety, you know, yeah. like, you know, even though I'm just mom and dad, I can't give her food. I can't give her water. <laughs> I can't actually do the things to uh, keep her alive, but, but it's about just the presence yeah. uh, of being there. And definitely, I think that's what God wanted and intended. And I mean, Jesus emphasized that and said, I only do what I'm seeing my father do and saying yeah. what my father's saying and, and just calling all the disciples to be with him. Yes. I, I mean, they had no, they had no context for mm-hmm. anything. Um, I mean, you even think about in old Testament, Abraham, Moses, I mean, God's just like, just go tell Pharaoh this and throw this stick down, you know? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> he's, he had, he's, ne- he's never done that. Yeah. And yet the context and, and he does that. We have the plagues, we have all this, we know the story, but then we go into the wilderness mm-hmm. and now everything where he understood God and was functioning and listening and God was telling him what to do, that doesn't work in the wilderness now. That's right. Now there's no Pharaoh. Yeah. Well, now there's, now there's yeah. no enemy. Right. Now there's, you know, and, and to this point of sin consciousness, mm-hmm. now there's no bondage. Right. You're not, there's no one coming down on you. <laughs> there's no threat of anything. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and then in that moment, you see sin consciousness because God, who actually delivers them, who actually pulls them out, who is life, who sustains them, gives them heat by night, mm-hmm. shadow, you know, during the day, all of these things, their sin consciousness actually turns and now God becomes the enemy. Yeah. Wow. wow. And, and you, right. you see that for sure yeah. because they're, they're like, Moses, you can talk to us. Yeah. Tell God to stop talking to us. Yeah. Wow. And, and it's, and it, and it's, God hasn't changed. Yeah. We know that, you know, based on the, his word, he hasn't changed at all. He's the one who actually delivered him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he said, I need you guys to be delivered out of this to come and worship mm-hmm. me. Like that was it. Yeah. And yet in that place, because of just their mentality and sin consciousness and threat of fear and, um, they, they turn and, and suddenly God, and so it's interesting cause it's like, well, why is that? Did what's the thing in us that we think we need an enemy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What well, what is that? Where does that come from? And and how does that get rooted out? Um, and obviously, we know there's an enemy. Yeah. We're supposed to be aware. Um, but you look at Jesus and and how he acted and functioned in ministry, and you don't see him right. trying to build walls and do these things to make sure the enemy's not getting in. He's He's just going about doing what his dad told him to do. So where does that come from? Yeah. Yeah. The, the sin nature still in us, the inherent, I, I, right. you know, the, the consciousness of it. Yeah, it is. And now with that, yeah, you look at it going, well, you know, here, you know, Jesus, once again, the enemy was, if anybody had a target on their back, it would have been Jesus, yeah. right? If anybody yeah. would have, you know, because, you know, we hear things, you know how it is, where it's like, oh, well, if you've got a call on your life and the devil's out to get you, and, uh, and wow, you know, you know how people are. Yes. They, 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 wanna, they want to place value on so many stupid things, and I shouldn't maybe put it that way, but it's still accurate. But, <laughs> but they, they uh, so they'll, they'll place value on, on all these attacks and different things, but like, oh, that person must really have a call on their life because look how much they're being attacked and everything. And it's like, well, Jesus had a pretty big call on his life yeah um but you don't see him bombarded by the enemy all the time uh and at the same time when it says you know the holy spirit led him up into the wilderness yeah 
That tells me it was, like, it was a purposeful thing. It's like the, the enemy wasn't like bombarding him all the time. Literally, the Holy Spirit had to separate him just to get things dealt with between him and the questions the enemy would actually face to him. You know, and, and we know, like we you know the, the 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 question was if you are really the Son of God. Yeah, that's the only question. The question was, hey, if you're really the Son of God, do this and this and this and this. And Jesus is like, because I'm the Son of God, I don't have to do those things. You know, I don't have to prove anything because I'm so secure in my sonship. And because the father literally just said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. God, you know, God announced publicly the sonship of Jesus. And with that, Jesus had to settle in himself that I, I'm, I'm, I'm so secure in my sonship that I don't have to prove anything. Yeah. And then he came down in the power of the spirit. But that to me, of course, that goes to the point where it's like, you know, every insecurity we have, every even, I don't know, every value system we place is going to come from our understanding of sonship, our understanding of is God really my father or not? And uh, we, we try to make it about a lot of the things, but it's really not. It's simply just about is he my father or isn't he my father? And if he is, then, uh, you know, like, like years ago when I was driving down the highway in, I don't know where I was, Wyoming or somewhere, and just praying and uh, and just just me- just really um, meditating and speaking out of my mouth, God is my Father, and just just meditating that over and over again that He is my Father and, and I am His Son, and because it says the Holy Spirit cries out, you know that He's our Father and uh, and that we cry out Abba Father in response. Yeah. And so I'm crying out Abba Father, you know He's my Dad, whatever. And so I just kept doing that and and just speaking it out of my mouth, and uh, and He very clearly in my heart. Uh, I heard I heard the father say, "Well, if I'm your father, then then you don't have any other fathers. I'm your only one." And that just broke everything because then then everything that's trying to influence me from my past is not my father. Mm. It doesn't have a voice. It, it it's just an experience I had, something I went through, but it's not my father. I only have one father. That means there's only one nature that's actually fueling me. There's only one nature that's actually influencing my thoughts and my heartbeat and everything else. And there's only one that dictates the goodness I, I'm governed by and the goodness I walk in. I only have one father. But that those things have to be settled. And uh, and everything the enemy ever tries to get us to, whether it be fall to sin or walk in fear and insecurity, it's always the same question. Is, is God really your father? Yeah. Or do you have multiple fathers? You know, are you the son of the world and mm-hmm. the son of God? Or are you just the son of God? And, um, and it's just, it's, it's getting that settled, I think to, to where, you know, how free, how free did God intend us to walk? And right now my, my thing is always, how free are we walking in heaven? Because, yeah, you know, there's only one family in heaven and earth. Yes. It says yes. one family that just happened to be in two places, <laughs> but there's not two different families. Yeah. There's only one. It says yeah. one family in heaven and earth. So so the consciousness it says in Ephesians, we know that it says that, that we can comprehend with all the saints the love of God, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can literally comprehend. So we can comprehend with the same comprehension. It says with all the saints, which means I can comprehend the same as David right now, the love of God. I can comprehend the same as Abraham, as Moses. I can comprehend with all the ones in heaven. My comprehension is the same, and this earth doesn't shift my comprehension ability. Uh, it, it's it's just just basically choosing to come into that place of, I'm living from heaven into the earth. I'm not trying to earn heaven from my obstacle course on the earth. <laughs> you yeah. know? I'm not trying to pass the test. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm my, my job is to steward heaven into the earth, Yeah, yeah. but that's only going to come through a place of, of understanding that when we just don't have to have a villain, 
you know, there is a villain on the earth, mm-hmm. but he's not, he's, he is not, uh, you know, he's not in the same class as I am. Yeah. So, you know, really that's, that's literally like, you know, whatever, uh, Superman, you know, coming against a mouse, you know, it's just, yeah. you know, even if that mouse is, is adamantly against Superman, <laughs> you know, yeah. that mouse could have some really amazing yeah. plans against Superman. Yes. He is still a mouse and Superman is still Superman. Yeah. And so Superman's consciousness should not be governed by the mouse's consciousness. And, uh, and yeah. so, but we're allowing, you know, basically the world's consciousness of the enemy or, or whatever to, to govern our consciousness. I think a lot of times. Well, I think we're allowing the question to come in, uh, cause obviously the enemy to Jesus questioned sonship to him. Yeah. If you are the son of God, then do this. And I mean, that's what happened in Genesis. That, that seems to be his, his ploy, um, the whole time is to get us to question our proximity Yes. To our father right. mm-hmm. and, and get our eyes turned from how close we are to the Lord. I mean, even, even when Satan, you know, even in the story of Job, mm-hmm. it, it was, it was to get Job to question God's goodness to, right. to his closeness yeah. uh, and proximity, you know, in relationship, mm-hmm. uh, to, to God. Um, and so I think that's the sin consciousness. I mm-hmm. think that's, it's, it's, if we need to be aware of something, it's, it's aware of the questioning. It's okay. Yeah. Like God's obviously unafraid of questions. Um, yeah. It says he, he hides things for us. That's right. Yeah. So obviously we're going to have to ask questions because mm-hmm. it's hidden. It's hidden. Right. Um, but he, he's not, he's not concerned with it, but it's, it's when we start questioning relationship proximity. Um, it's when we start questioning the things that he's already presented to us. Like, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah, that's right. And then we're like, well, where are you? Yeah. When I already said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously you're not seeing me, Yeah. you know, and your eyes are on something else. And I think that's probably the biggest struggle that is infecting the body of Christ at large still to this day where every little circumstance, every little thing, and, and obviously we go through horrific things. Right. There's still sin in the world. Yeah. There. There's, there's still men being destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. This isn't just God's sovereign hand on everything. Right. Like we have to take an account. He's given us his word, choose life, choose death. There's people that are still choosing death. Yeah. We have to, we have to accept that. Um, and the people that aren't in Christ, there's still the law of sin and death. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it, it's still, it's, plays it's, active. In, it's still yeah. active yes. right now to this day until yeah. you come into grace and, yeah. and choose a new kingdom. Um, and so looking at those things, playing out but um yeah i I think it's huge because you're looking at it going and you know know, i've said it i've said it a lot and i'll probably keep saying it obviously but is you know if if jesus came to take care of sin he did a lousy job he's still on the earth yeah you know he didn't he apparently didn't come to take care of sin because it's still here yeah so that wasn't the goal apparently because otherwise he just really reeked at doing it but uh but that tells me that wasn't the big deal you know, he wasn't coming to, he wasn't, uh, you know, we've said it before. It's like, he didn't come to redeem sin. He came to redeem us. Yeah. And so he took us out of sin. That's right. But sin's still on the earth. Yeah. So he didn't come to, to suddenly magically wipe away sin. He came to take us out of sin and actually lift us into a kingdom that's free from sin. Yeah. And so that we would never be intimidated by sin again. And if, if, if it's kind of like, you know, the, the fiery furnace, you know, mm-hmm. here, you know, the, the the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they, they said, oh yeah, God will surely deliver us. 
You know, God will deliver us. I don't think that was their plan, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> they had total faith in their deliverance and in God's ability and will to deliver them, but their plan was not for it to be seven times hotter, yeah. killing the guys that yeah. threw them in, yes. for them to even get tied up. I mean, they've probably thought at any moment God's going to, like, translate us out of here, mm-hmm. or he's going to kill Nebuchadnezzar, or he's going to just wipe the whole show off, whatever, and he's going to magically, you know, deliver us with a mighty hand. But their, their thought was not, oh, well, here's what's going to happen. You know, da, 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 we're going to end up in the fire furnace. Jesus is going to be with us. That was not their plan. Yeah. But... The fact that God delivered them out of that, in that capacity, of course, we know that once they got let out, there was a, a you know nationwide mandate that said, yes. "Hey, everybody, worship their God. Yeah, He is the God who delivers." Yeah, you know, and uh, and now they can look at a fiery furnace with different eyes because now they're not intimidated by a fire furnace. Yeah, now they're not like, "Oh God, please deliver me," you know, thinking they have to have an escape from it. Yep. Now they know, no, we're bigger than that. Yeah. You know, and and knowing that God God didn't take didn't just abolish sin in the earth, He literally took us out of sin so that we wouldn't be intimidated by it anymore, so that it wouldn't have any kind of fangs, it wouldn't have any leverage against us. But now the church is still they still it still has leverage. You know, it's yeah. like everything the, the the majority of the organized church does is against sin. You know, it's like well. Make sure you don't do this and this and this because or else it might be sin. Yeah. And it's like, well, sin is not good, yes. you know, but sin is only the fruit. That's all it is. It's not the tree. It's, otherwise, Jesus would have dealt with it. Jesus would have taken care of sin, but he didn't. He took care of us. And he's like, well, let me just take you away from, let me take you out of the law of sin and death, and but still allow you to be in the world so you can steward heaven into it in the middle of sin. So where sin abounds, grace can much more abound. And showing the strength of God's ability in the middle of sin, where he, you know, we, he was demonstrating that in the garden. Man yeah. sinned. Yeah. And what was God's response? Come. He just yeah. comes. Yeah. Starts talking to him. Yeah. You know, and. Where are you? Why are you not coming and hanging out with me? Right. Why are you not coming and meeting with me? Yeah. 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 And yet he knew they sinned. Yes. You know, and yet he's going, yeah, I didn't change because of sin. Yeah. My relationship really didn't change with you, uh, but their consciousness changed. Yes. And, uh, and so still like from that moment on, it's like, it's like, you know, people because of sin consciousness began during that time, people are still waiting for God to deliver them from sin instead of changing their DNA so that sin doesn't have rule over us. Like it says in Romans, you know, it's like we are dead to sin and alive unto God and changing that, that relationship, you know, and you know, we, we've talked about it before but it's just you know you're not going to live sin free until you're free from sin Mm. you can't you know you have to be totally free from sin before you live sin free yeah and people think that the goal is living sin free the goal isn't even that the goal is if that was the goal then jesus would have done something different yes Yes. but the goal was righteousness in the earth the goal was 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 recreating us as new creations that are totally free from sin and free from the the leverage of sin and uh um I think, that, man, man, as, as just watching this in the body right now, uh, you know, obviously the, the, the overall consciousness of the body, there has to be a shift in what we've been focusing on for the last, you know, couple yeah. thousand years. Um, but to me, and I don't know, I mean, I, you can chime in whenever you want, but to me, it's not going to be done by focusing on what we've been focusing on. It's going to have to be done by focusing on what God intended the whole time, which is just communion with him. Yeah. It's spending time with him. Because if we're not with him, then we're still, 
we're still trying to find a way to get closer to him when we're one with him. Well, it's it just comes, uh, we find ourselves in works righteousness. Yes. He, he's the only one who made me righteous. He's the only one who can pull me out of sin. He's the only one who can cleanse us. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he even told Cain in, in the garden, you know, not garden, outside of the garden, right. whatever. Um, he, he said, sin's at your door, but you should rule over it. Yeah, that's right. So even right. even in the fall, even in that, <laughs> yeah. there's an authority that man still carries. That's right. That, you know, you're supposed to rule over this. Yes. Like, it's not supposed to rule you. Yeah. You're supposed to rule over it here. And then obviously in Romans, you know, he talks that again. But the whole time you're talking, I'm, I'm just thinking, walk in the spirit mm-hmm. and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's right. And, and it's almost like we, we're still perceiving, you know, I'm not going to, you know, to walk in the spirit, I have to not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's right. And yeah. we're, we're trying to do it that way instead of yeah. like, no, just walk in the spirit. Yeah. Just, just do that. Just, you know, and that's that higher way. Like we mm-hmm. never had before Christ yeah. to where now, you know, our spirits are alive and we're one with God and we have the Holy spirit on the inside of us now. And our focus should be always listening and discerning and hearing um, what he's telling us to do and allowing all the little things and, and nuances to just fall off of us because we're only focused on walking in the spirit. That's right. That, that's that's my intention. I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to not sin. Yes. Um, I, I got married and I'm not, you know, trying to pick up women. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Like, that's not my intention. Oh, I can't pick up these women because I'm married. <laughs> like, no, like that's the yeah. wrong thinking. Yeah. You know, it's like now my focus is on my wife and I mm-hmm. love her and I want to take care of her and I want to serve her and, and bring what's best in for her. Like, yeah. That's my focus. So because mm-hmm. that's my focus, it becomes easy to not try to go after other women. Yeah. And it's almost like exactly. we're still doing this backwards dance mm-hmm. of don't do these things. And then, you know, this will make me clean. This will make, and, and we're just falling again and it's deception. It's just the enemy bringing us. And it's there. And <laughs> Just read the word. Read the yeah. epistles of Paul. Yeah. He makes it very clear. <laughs> Just yeah. focus on these things. Right. Like these. This think is the, on these. Yeah. Think on these. Right. You know. He even tells you what to think on. Yeah. It's like an open book test. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rejoice always. Pray yeah. without ceasing. In right. all things, give thanks. Yeah. This is the will of God yes. for your life. You know, like everybody. What's the will of God for my life? Right there. Right there. Yeah. You know, yeah. communion with the Lord. Right. You, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, pray without ceasing, and it's like prayer's not words. Right. Because yeah. then, then the mute and the deaf couldn't commune with God. Yeah. So, I know. Yeah. Well, they're out of it, apparently. They're totally yeah, spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you're right. It's, it's, you know, it's, it really is, you know, we get, because we live in such a, uh, you know, in a world that's obviously bound by the law of sin and death, but we're, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. I mean, that's such a huge yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. And realizing that this world that we're in, is governed by the law of sin and death and is is absent of God. You know, the world that we're in is absent of God. And uh, and even though they they have ideas of God and it has it has blah 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 all kinds of doctrines, it's still absent of God. And we are we are, you know, the God in the earth. As he is, so are we in this yeah. world. So so here we are, just like Jesus was the living word come in the flesh in this world, yeah. here we are now. Yeah. You know, and and yet outside of the kingdom of God in the world there is no God God doesn't exist there he he, he there is no no God yes. in the world even though there the creation cries out and all that stuff but at the same time you're looking at it going okay well you know here you know all these circumstances and all these things are going on in the world 
like you said, in a sin conscious mentality, people start fighting the negative. You know, they start arm wrestling. Yes. They're arm wrestling the temptation and they're arm wrestling an old habit or an old appetite or an old whatever. And, uh, and that's, that's fighting a losing battle. You know, that's like, you know, it, it's like, you know, if I'm, if, if I don't want to go South, I don't have to fight going South. I just go North. Yes. That's all I do. And honestly, if I'm just going North, I don't ever have to think about going South. <laughs> I, I don't even, I'm just going North, you know, I'm putting my foot on the gas and I'm going North. But if I'm standing at the intersection, you know, of North and South, and I'm just resisting South with yes. everything in yes. me, but I'm not putting my foot on the gas to go North. My, my every day I'll wake up at that intersection going, man, I just have to, you know, and then I'll go to bed that night going, oh man, thank you, Lord. I didn't go South. Thank yeah, you. Thank yeah, you. Thank yeah. you. I didn't go South. Maybe tomorrow I won't go South either. Yes. Maybe I'll make it another day without going South. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're just standing still at the intersection, yeah, then you're going to have that. You're going to have that pull all the time. But if you're actually putting your foot on the gas and you're going North, you're too busy going North. Yeah. You're too busy going north. You, you're, all of your energy is headed toward north, and you don't even have to fight going south because all your energy is going that way. But you know, once again, you, we live in a fallen world. Is We're not in a fallen kingdom, praise God, but we live in a fallen world that tries to talk us into getting into discussions mentally and emotionally with something that has nothing to do with us. Sin has nothing to do with me because... I'm not in that kingdom. And, uh, and you know, like Jesus, he, he, Jesus says, yeah, the world's found nothing in me. You know, he's talking, there's no agreement there. Mm -hmm. He's like, there's no agreement between the world yeah, and me, yeah, yeah. you know? And, uh, and that's what, that's what, you know, I try to tell people all this stuff you know, the, the circumstances that, that try to, you know, tempt us or whatever it, you know, or, or whether it be situations in life, whether it be strife in relationships or whatever it might be, those things only come up because those things have no strength and it's looking for our strength. It's baiting us, yeah. trying to get our strength through the power of agreement. And because it has no strength in and of itself. And so yeah. it's trying to get our strength because yes. we are children of the most high God and we carry infinite strength. And so here it's empty of strength and void of strength because it's defeated. And yet it comes up to us begging for our strength, trying to get us to engage through agreement or even through tests and trials, whatever it is, yes, trying to get us to, 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 to say, oh, let me give you my strength even in a wrestling match. Yeah. Let me give you my strength. Yes. And, uh, and instead of just saying, no, I'm actually operating over here. I'm, I'm, I'm actually flowing in the spirit and I'm, I'm too busy, you know, basically using, using the strength that I have limitlessly into a kingdom that fuels my strength. And, uh, and w sometimes we think of, of temptation as something that is, challenging our strength it's not the temptation is looking for our strength yeah because temptation has no strength at all yeah uh, if we really understand the kingdom. well when you like it was given to man to have authority and yes. to walk in these things uh and even atheists and people that pro you know proclaim no god and and this universe is you know just you know no order and just happened mm -hmm. they're they're not being intellectually honest because if we just came from monkeys and all these things and animal like no other animal besides human beings is trying to make the world a better place that's right yeah exactly right yep. like the raccoon's mm -hmm. digging in my garbage can that's yeah. what he's doing he's just <laughs> he's just hungry yeah. that's yeah, what right. he's that's doing he's doing. just hungry yeah. <laughs> and the lion's hungry yeah. and the zebra's hungry yeah. and, and all these animals are, are just being animals yeah and they eat 
and they mate and yeah, they have babies right. and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and be fruitful and multiply because that was given by the Lord for yes. all creation. Yeah. Um, but to just be intellectually honest, there's, there's no bearing to even assume that you have power and authority to make the world a better place. Oh yeah. Like right. you, you're yeah. not being in a, you're just, you're not, you're not following your logic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that inherent cry from, from man, mm-hmm. even man that does not know God, even fallen man, still there's an inherent nature put in by God to, yeah. to cry out. And I mean, the Holy Spirit, it says, even convicting the world of sin and, mm-hmm. and trying to bring man to this place to recognize you come from God. Yeah. You need God. You need to be close to me. Um, but then, you know, deception and, and the enemies, obviously he's crafty and he's mm-hmm. put in a lot of things into, you know, books and, and knowledge and, and for people to seek these things. Um, but in the end, it, it's the journey is the Lord. Yeah. That's that's, right. that's the greatest journey that we're all on. Yeah. Um, and so it's for me, I have fun even just talking to people that, you know, maybe they don't say there is no God, but they're open to it. Mm-hmm. I'm great to have conversations like that because they, at least they're willing to acknowledge that there's something in them. Yes. That's, that's it. searching. Yeah. You know, what is that? Where, where does that come from? It didn't, you know, well, it's evolved over millions of years. Great. But like still, yeah. Where, yeah. Why are we right. still the only ones? Right. Why are we the only ones? Right. You know. Yeah. Why haven't birds evolved into something that is are are building societies and doing all kinds of things? And yeah, it's uh, it's it's cool when you when you when we begin to understand that our very relationship to the earth um demands that that we know there's more than this earth. Yeah. You know, because everything else on this earth has one relationship with the earth except for us. You know, and it, it the earth meets its needs. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's like they, they have one relationship with the earth, and that is the earth meets its needs. And so it's instinctively going to the earth to get its needs met. And yet man is always crying for something more. You know, man is crying for more than food and shelter. That's good. You know, yeah. man is crying for yeah. more than having its needs met because there instinctively is something more that can't be met by this world. And so there's this, this cry and this yearning for something more. And even in the fact that we do build cities and do all these things and are always trying to, to, you know, enhance things and make things better and improve things. And of course, you know, man messes everything up without God. You know, every time we try to fix something, we break it, you know, that's just how it works. But, uh, but even that cries out the fact that we know our relationship is supposed to be different there's supposed to be a different relationship with and and knowing that and even even man now even even scientifically they keep they keep saying that we're on we're on you know some kind of a timetable that this earth is not going to last forever you know scientifically they keep trying to 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 verify that yes and yet, okay. So, what if it's not? What if you're what if you're yeah. right about that? Yeah. What if your own scientific, uh, you know, trajectory is right, and this Earth is is either being exploited by man, or it's going to be burned up by the sun, or who knows what? Yeah. A comet's going to hit it eventually, and yeah. it's a matter of when and not if. That whole thing, you yeah. know. Then, what happens? You know, the very fact that we know there's a limitation to this, and yet man keeps seeking, cries out and demands the resolution of our soul that there's something more and that we are not designed for this earth. Yeah. And, and that relationship 
the relationship that we have from God and from heaven into the earth is the only thing that restores everything, the only thing that reconciles things. Yes. But until we make that switch and say, you know what, this this is not going to be answered by another algorithm, you know, that launches us to Mars and we try to colonize Mars. That's not going to be the answer. Yeah. The answer is heaven. You know, the answer yeah. is that we are seated with him in heavenly places. And just making that switch... Um, I mean, I don't know. To me, I mean, obviously, you know, we can sit here. You and I can sit here and say, "Well, that's a that's an easy fix. You spend time with God." Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's easy for us because yeah. you know we've been walking this out. But there's a whole lot of people out there who who will say, "Well, that's that, that's that's easy." But how you do that? How do you you know what does that mean to even spend time with God? What does it mean to commune mm-hmm. with my Father? You know, that's a real uh, you know, it's just a churchy type of uh, uh, principle that that people you know they, they'll be like oh easier said than done type of a thing because their mind is is really very earth-based right now um what, what would you even say into that i mean i just as you were saying that um, i feel like there is a movement happening more and more where the languages of churches are even changing where they're they're saying like we are we're a presence-driven church mm-hmm. um the the language i think is when I'm listening to other voices in other churches, there, there is a bend right now happening on just getting back to, are you with the Lord every day? Yeah. That's it. Are you spending time with him? You mm-hmm. know, period. And, and so, um, that, what, what I would say into that is, I mean, that's, that's always been it. Even in, in Mark, when it talks about Jesus called the disciples to himself. Yeah. That was what he said. Yeah. The first was, he called them to himself to, yeah. be, to be with, with him. him. That's right. Before yeah. he sent him out, before yeah. he did anything, just be with me. I mean, Emmanuel, God with mm-hmm. us. Um, and, and so more and more, uh, you know, and as you walk with the Lord more and more, and, and if we're supposed to walk in faith, mm-hmm. not by sight, yeah. and getting back to the original principle of being with dad, me talking about my daughter Harper, it's just about being with her dad, yeah. then it has to always be about us being with him and no more trying to accomplish these things or, you know, yeah, like make his name great. But at the same time, like the heavens cry out his name. Like, let's be honest. Like it says all of creation, you know, (laughs) it it talks about his divine (laughs) intricacies. And so like his name is great. Like, like everyone knows the name of Jesus. And so this idea that we need to make his name known and great, um, it's it, the the scripture comes back to where it's like teach us your ways that we may know you yeah there that, you go. that i may know you yeah so my intention as being a pastor and lead a church and lead people to jesus is is just to know him yeah. this is eternal life john seventeen three, to know father god yes. and his son jesus christ that's eternal life know them that's it and when they came to jesus you know didn't we do all these things so it's not about doing things mm-hmm he says, I never knew you. Yeah, I never knew you. That's right. So the, this relation, the whole thing yeah. is based on relationship. And and again, then it just comes back to the simplicity that 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 is our message, yes. which is be reconciled to God. It's Second Corinthians chapter five. Yes. Just this is what we're doing. This this is the only ministry, number one, that we're actually named scripturally yeah, yeah, that we're supposed to walk to, into. Called right? to walk into is yeah. the ministry of reconciliation right. where God is reconciling the whole world. To himself but but it's just proximity and 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 so f- again you know i've been walking with the lord you know 13 years i would say actually 
you know, purposeful. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, I, I had an idea of God. The, I can go back to times where I believe he spoke to me and said things, and I had this knowing of wrong and right. Yeah. And, um, but the purposeful side of it is just that journey of, I actually want to know you Yeah. now. Um, and it's not some principle or anything. It's just, I wake up and, and spending time with my wife or my kids or just having fun or riding dirt bikes or just enjoying life and, and being here, it causes me to wonder. It causes me because I'm, I guess it causes me to be thankful. And then from that place of thankfulness, it's like, I want to know you more Yeah. because if you're infinite yeah. and, and you read these stories of what people walk in or story, you know, testimonies and you're like, well, that sounds really cool. Yeah. I would like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to know you in that way. Yeah. I want to see that happen. I want to, you know, and, and, and there's this inherent in us to, to do good and help man. And, um, you know, and if you see someone hurting, you want to bring closure, you mm-hmm. want to help them. Um, you know, I want to, if people need healing, I want to see that happen Yeah, and we believe for it. Um, but it's just that journey of going on this, what, what is God like? Yeah. You know? And, and obviously it's like, well, who is God? It's like, well, he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You know, he's the father of Jesus. You know, he has mm-hmm. many names scripturally. If, you know, we just wanted to start throwing spouting names, but what, how good is he really? Yeah. How, how good is he really? You know, and, and you have these divine tensions of, you, you know, there's things that we've walked in where it seems like God's not good. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but again, yeah. if there is a God, then I can't be the measuring stick of his goodness. That's right. And I can't yeah. look at my, your life and measure yeah. his goodness. I can't, yeah. you know, but I can, you know, you can see these attributes or these things that I can attribute to. No, this was God. Mm-hmm. I, this wasn't my idea. This wasn't my big plan. God did this. Yes, that's right. You know, and so I can see his hand in that. And so it causes you, it causes you to come closer. And we've talked about this where too much i think too uh, as a body we're still like almost like you know look look to god's hand not his face right and, and that's right. where I, I love bill johnson he's like yeah. well if you have his hand look up yeah look right. up that's right yeah they're all connected man it's all connected yeah. it's all one and we, yeah. we we're so i guess understanding based to separate but it's like when i come home today i'm gonna walk in the door and my boys and my girls are gonna yell daddy's home daddy's home yeah. and then they're gonna be like Dad, come jump on the trampoline with me. Dad, mm-hmm. come play Legos with me. Dad, play this video game with me. Dad, go ride bikes with me. Yeah. And so they want dad's presence, but they know dad's presence means these fun things. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not this separation thing that we, we're trying to bring. And, 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 and it's just our search and journey again of understanding instead of just just be with him. Yes. Just see yeah. where it goes. I don't know what's going to happen. We get, on my, we get on bikes with my boys and we just go riding and I don't know. What's, I don't even know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know we're going to go down this street. I know we're yeah. going to turn up this bike path. I know that there's a creek that's going to be over here on the right. Yeah. But as far as what we're going to end up doing that day, I, I, I couldn't tell you. Are we yeah. going to catch you know, grasshoppers? Are we going to find a praying mantis? Are we going to eat some blackberries that are growing right there? Mm-hmm. Or is there going to be a deer that we're going to get to look at? Like This is just that journey of life that you get to enjoy and go on and 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 so the the journey of knowing God shouldn't be this pressurized thing. It should yeah. it should it should be just like when you got to know your husband or your wife. That's right. Or walking your getting mm-hmm. to know your children as they grow mm-hmm. and just enjoying it. 
Yeah. Um, and, and so. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, that I want to pick this up on, on the next one. Um, you have time to do another one? Because uh, I was going to, I was going to, uh, I want, I want to pick this up because I want to talk about how easy this is. Yeah. And uh, the, the problem is we, we still place a level of difficulty on things because we have a sense of separation. Yes. And so we think, well, you know that, you know, but how, but how, but how, but how, but how, you know, give me the steps, give me the whatever. And so, I, you know, we, I just want to make that transition in, in the next uh, cast that we do, just talking about the ease of this. And like, so it should be fun should be it should be joy all the time righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost that's yeah. the kingdom of god yeah. Yeah. so uh so making that transition getting it out of our head getting it out of the formulas and just saying okay what is what does it look like naturally to do this mm-hmm. instead of formulaically or even religiously or whatever uh because even a lot of us who who have served god or or, or walked out you know we've been in church for a long time or whatever um, we can really get into our head about things yeah. and just to kind of make that switch of, of, of getting it, a, getting it to the design that God intended instead of what man has created it to be up until now. So, uh, but I want to get that maybe next time. So let, let's just wrap it up. Let's pray real quick. Yep. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for your word. Thank we you, thank Lord. you for the Holy Ghost, Father God, yes. who leads us and guides us into all truth. And we just thank you that we are your children. You're yes. our father. You're yeah. our dad. Praise God. And Father God, you've seen all of this. You've seen all the nonsense, Father God. And you're bigger. Praise yes. God. And Father God, even in our, it says when we when we are faithful, you remain, when we're unfaithful, you remain faithful because yeah. you cannot deny yourself. So Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that you're bigger than our stupidity. You're bigger, Father God, than than our, our, <laughs> our religiosity. And yes, Father God, I just thank you. We come just free. We come free as children. And I just thank you that you can teach us how to do that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.